0: For the second straight game, we get to talk about a different rookie. Sky Moore. How about that? Well, I know that the wide receiver injuries are playing a factor here because last week it was no McCall Hardman and no no Juju Smith-Schuster. But this time Juju came back. And I know that McColl and Sky have some similar stuff. And Tony was out again. So it feels like, okay, Tony does the McColl stuff, and now there's no one to do the McColl stuff because Tony's gone. So now we're down to Sky. But honestly, for the second consecutive game, he looked like an NFL-caliber wide receiver, which is all I've ever asked him to be. They used him in a multitude of roles. They used him a little bit like that, which means to me, part of where he is that been this season is. I think you can really boil down his rookie year to I can wash it away. It's just a prime of opportunity. I will go into next year and say blank slate for Sky Moore. Show me what level of wide receiver you can be. I refuse to make any preconceived notions about if he can be a one, a two, a three, whatever, until I get to see a full season where he actually gets targeted. Isn't that what that felt like tonight? Like the last two games, it felt like he can have a real role on this team. And it took until there were enough players out of his way to have it.
1: I think if you go around, not just the Chiefs, but if you go around the NFL and you you look at the usage of rookie wide receivers throughout this their rookie season, you'll see a lot. And a lot of guys have written about this, that rookie wide receiver usage sees a massive uptick the second half of the year. Which, really with Andy Reid, too, by the way, significantly. Yeah, yeah, with Andy, it's probably even to a further extent because just he doesn't play rookies hardly at all, even at the end of the season you look at this receiver room it's not the you know most talented room in the nfl but you've also got three tight ends that you trust a lot you've got veterans in that receiver room and you go back to what the chiefs were forced to do and how they were forced to change last year all underneath stuff right yeah Defensors or are, are putting a roof on the defense and they're they're not letting you go over the top the rams are the ones who kind of started that with brandon staley as their defensive coordinator. That's what all we saw today underneath stuff. You don't have to be a polished route runner, even though I think Sky's better than he gets credit for. And he's shown that off the last couple of weeks to, to beat teams across the middle. Like Sky averaged seven yards per reception today. And even though that's not the most efficient game, you know what it does is it gives him confidence. And for a Chiefs team that needs more weapons, like you want more weapons, knowing how teams are going to defend you with Juju and they're going to bracket Kelsey. Having more ways to beat you. The Chiefs show that off. 10 different guys caught a pass from Mahomes today. And that's without Kadarius Toney and McCole Hardman, both of whom are going to be in that list above guys who are getting in on the action today. And
0: and honestly, nobody put up big stats. Kelsey only had 57 yards. Uh, Marquez, 56, 38 for Juju, 36 for Sky, 26 for McKinnon, 26 for Fortson, 26 for Watson, 22 for Jones, this was like this was the like, what if we had no star players? <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> we just had to throw it to everybody all the time. Would we still be okay? And the answer is like, kinda, yeah. Like I know that this it's hard because like I'm gonna give you a really small sample size. But if like the last two games of Sky Moore are Sky More, then he'd be an 850 yard wide receiver on average. Like that's to me, that is the kind of signs you want to see. But it's the stuff that works with Mahomes that you want to see more. So this is going to sound was like it's weird because it's like the second quarter and can you take that much? But like in the second quarter and a drive that eventually led to a score because most of their drives did today. I know it didn't feel that way because they kicked so many field goals. But Patrick Mahomes got flushed from the pocket and Sky Moore had to find a little opening, stop and break his route away, stop and settle in for Mahomes. And it was a third down play that got converted to a first. That's what you need out of Sky. The best receivers with Mahomes do that. Juju already does that. Kelsey's been doing it for a decade. But like Sky doing that is even more encouraging than, wow, he ran the correct route and Mahomes hit him. Like, because you're going to have a lot more success in this offense if you can prove you can do those other things with Mahomes.
1: You know, what I think will make us feel better about the Chiefs offense moving forward is just stop worrying about individual production from anybody other than Patrick Mahomes, because it doesn't matter. They are number one in points. They're number one in yards. They're number one in first downs. They're number one in passing yards, passing touchdowns, yards per drive, points per drive, scoring percentage. This is the best offense in the NFL. How they get there doesn't really matter. we can talk till we're blue in the face about Pacheco's stats. Juju only had three catches. What's going on with him? Were they bringing him along? Down game for Kelsey with only, what, four catches, 50 yards. MVS has had his moments where he's kind of disappeared throughout games this season. None of that matters. It doesn't. Matter. And I go back to what Mahomes said in the preseason, which is like, it's going to be terrible if you're a fantasy player because it's going to be a different guy every week for us. And I laughed and said, haha, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Kelsey and Juju and then everybody else. He wasn't kidding. It's going to be a different guy every week, every down, every snap, every play. It doesn't matter. They are the best offense in the NFL. So with a guy like Sky specifically, who you know is being brought along a little bit more carefully than some other guys in this offense, it's not about stats he produces as much as it is like what role do you play on this team are you someone they can trust are you someone that patrick mahomes trusts can you run the right route can you not screw up the play for everybody else can you be counted on in critical junctures of the game if all of those boxes are checked then i don't care what kind of numbers he puts up
0: just one quick thing on sky which is actually a quick thing on dave tobe if sky moore returns one more punt the rest of this year what are you going to be taken out to the Arrowhead parking lot and tarred and feathered like medieval times? They should take him out there and he should be embarrassed publicly. They should shame him, put him in the stockades and throw rotten fruit at him, whatever. Do not let that man let Sky Moore return a single punt. This is not Sky Moore's fault. This is like if me as a parent made my kid go into the my six year old. Going to work every day as a nuclear physicist. She can't do that job. I should stop asking her to do it. She's (laughs) incapable of it. It's not Sky Moore's fault. He's not good at the job, Nick. They should have never put him in the job, but they tried. He's unqualified, so fire him. It's not a big deal. He still has a job. Just don't let him do that one anymore. That's it. Just not that job. No more punt
1: returns. Do you think that was the end
0: of it today? had to be, man. It had to be. Because at this point, you legitimately are better off putting someone back there who can just fair catch. Did you hear Arrowhead cheer a fair catch from Justin Watson today? They mm-hmm. cheered, Nick. They cheered Justin Watson, just fair catch of football.
1: Yeah, that was like it was like it was sarcastic. Yeah. Seldom do you hear an entire stadium be sarcastic at the exact same time and everybody know what's going on. That's exactly like, that's Oh, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like to cheer somebody doing something so benign and simple. as fair catching a, a punt. Yeah. How do you think that made Sky feel bad? Probably. But again, I don't think sky should feel bad. Do you think he's sitting there on the sidelines? Like, dude, stop putting me out there. I suck at yeah. like this.
0: Look, if, 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 Sky Moore was playing center and kept getting beat by Aaron Donald, I wouldn't blame Sky Moore. <laughs> For getting his ass beat by Aaron Donald, i be like, "Hey man, I don't, I don't think Sky Moore should play center. I don't, I don't know if you guys are seeing the same thing as me because that's it. That's how out of place he is. He had never done that job. He didn't do it in college. He didn't do it in high school. He probably didn't do it in Pee Wee. So it's like you asked a guy who had never that's that's the Kendall Hinton quarterback game. That's not his job. He's he wasn't supposed to be a quarterback. So when he completed one pass." In an NFL game because of the COVID stuff, it's not Kendall Hinton's fault he's not good at quarterback. It's everyone else's fault for making him be in this situation. I, I guess in that case it was Drew Locke's fault for having a team meeting when he was exposed to COVID. But it doesn't matter. It's not the person's fault who can't do the job. Just no more punt returns. I don't think I'm asking. I don't think I'm asking for for that much, to be clear. Anyway. Since we're talking about the Chiefs and things to take away from this game, the Sky Moore role, we can talk about moving forward in this, but the Chiefs' defense is one that's a little trickier to do. Am I supposed to take away something big from this game? Because I can look at the stat sheet and see interceptions and see sacks, but at the same time, I mean, what, what level of quarterback are they facing here? I know McVay is inventive. Allen Robinson's out for the season. No, no Cooper Cup. Matt Stafford might not play the rest of this year. Like you're supposed to look dominant against that team. I had a hard time coming out of this game and been like, yeah, the defense is still great. I think I wanted to, I mean, I had had a hard time hyping myself up.
1: Then if, if this doesn't make you feel good, what could have happened in this game to where you'd be sitting here right now saying, wow, that was really impressive because you just said it, man. It was Bryce Perkins in it. Quarterback, Uh, the leading receiver today, Van Jefferson, uh, Kyron Williams had three catches for twenty five. Tutu Atwell had two for twenty three. What could they have done against that offense that would have made you come away feeling very impressed?
0: And that I get that. That's the challenge,
1: right? Is
0: they like could only go one out. way.
1: They could only go one way. Yeah. If that offense would have went off, we would have said, "Well, looks like the Chiefs are frauds." That's Here's the, the most- only way this game could have like changed your opinion on the defense. Here's the most encouraging thing.
0: Carl um, Loftus actually got a sack like in a game, not a pressure,
1: a real sack. And
0: the fact that they got three sacks is going to keep them right near the top five in the NFL. And that is a stat by the end of the season. I'm going to hold very dear because I have done nothing but bitch about the Chiefs insistence to try to throw pressures in my face, only to watch them not sack quarterbacks in important games and lose them because that's when they've lost. Like one of the times they lost to the, the Bucs because they couldn't protect themselves. But the other two times that they've cost themselves in the postseason of this four run is they couldn't get to the quarterback. They couldn't sack the quarterback. When they lose regular season games, they can't sack the quarterback. They might get pressure, but they get away. And I know that I'm like circling that Cincinnati game from last year and they got him this week, so it stands out. But that's just when they lose games, it's, wow, they got a lot of pressure. And you're like, not good enough. You have to get sacks. And they got three of them today. And Perkins was elusive right they they got they look they got what they got three nick and it felt like they could have gotten six like they came up short in the sack numbers and they still got three like i mean i they got more pressure than that
1: I'm, i'm gonna be honest i i know we've kind of been we've been hinting at this we've been moving towards this for a couple of weeks now i think this is a top 10 defense in the nfl i think this is the best defense Mahomes has ever had one guy that we have not talked to nearly enough about, Cody, is Legarius Sneed, who has been having a tremendous season. I think he's second or third on the team in sacks behind Chris Jones. He just got his first pick of the year, and that's the number we always look at to evaluate cornerbacks and how they're playing. He's got, I think, four forced fumbles on yeah. the season. He's just been so, so solid. And you think about all three levels of the defense, Chris Jones, with Nick Bolton. With Legereus Sneed, you've got a top-tier player at every level of your defense.
0: They are an old pro, or at least pro-bowl caliber player. Uh, Sneed had that big tip away in the flat play today, too. They sent him on the blitz, and he had to get rid of it quickly. He knocked it down the way Carlos Dunlap would knock it down. He still prevented the completion, even though he was the guy blitzing. They sent him on back-to-back plays. The second one ended up being a completion, but only because Perkins made a really athletic play. Mm And a really strong throw, like it wasn't anything the defense did. It was just a really nice play, individual play by him. But that part of it is different than any. I don't think they're playing. I don't think they're playing as good as the defense was playing the year they won the Super Bowl. But I agree with you that it is the best defense because it's the best pass rush Mahomes has had there were better pass rushers under Alex Smith. He had like Tom Holly and Justin Houston, and he had top five pass rush teams, top five sack teams, two stars on it two like hundred sack career guys on it. That doesn't exist in this defense, except for it does because Dunlap is a hundred sack guy. Chris Jones will be a hundred sack guy. Frank Clark's got 70. Like all you're asking for these guys to be is the medium version of themselves. And right now you're getting the medium version of Dunlap, the medium version of Frank Clark and the, Super Saiyan version of Chris Jones. That sack he got today, he almost took the handoff. He about took the ball from the quarterback, from the running back, before it even got back to him. Like, there was no, that was an Aaron Donald play. Like, I know that we've said he's playing better than him this year, but that's the kind of stuff you see elite defensive players do. And yeah, Andy Reid said in postgame, Nick Bolton's an all-pro player right now, and with luxurious need, and honestly, they've, they've had good safety play. It's not all pro safety play, but it's been good been very solid the entire year. There is no true weakness. It's why they've been able to mask so many rookies on it.
1: You know what? I think in another takeaway, maybe not from this game, but it's just another data point where I think we already were, was that this rookie class, which is littered with defensive players, I don't know if any of them are going to be stars. It's obviously too early to tell that. But I know they didn't completely whiff, which may not seem like it's much of a barometer, but. When you draft that many defensive players and you play all of them right away, you couldn't afford to have a bad draft class. And we know now Brian Cook got the interception. George Karloff has got his first sack. McDuffie's continued to play well. You got a lot of players who are playing immediately and they all look like they belong.
0: My, my McDuffie hype is only going up, by the way. Played well. is he? He is in everyone's hip pocket. Every single pass that goes his way, he is literally standing right next to the guy. Yeah. Every time, no one is ever just burning him. He gave up a touchdown tonight because on a switch, his guy didn't cover, it, right? Like, or he didn't like his guy didn't cover. It. He didn't get the switch fast enough. When he is on a guy, when it is his job to be on a guy, no one gets past him. On the luxurious neat interception, did you see how close he was? Do you see how close he was to yeah. that defender? Like, yeah. he was right there too. He would have also not let that be complete because he's great. And so, like, to me, it's like, it's kind of like how we at the question you had started with at the beginning of the show. Like, we, we had the question of, how do they play today? Did they play good? Like, defensively, the answer has to be yes. It doesn't feel impressive because of the opponent. Because, like, you see Miami up 30 to nothing against the Texans in the first half, and you're like, oh, that's what good defense looks like. And you're like, no. They never gave that team a real chance. There was one drive, like, uh, and this goes back to the first thing we talked about too, about the game being boring. The one touchdown drive for the Rams was one of the most boring touchdown drives yeah. I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> it shouldn't have been a touchdown, Nick. I was so bored. I was like, "Oh my god!" Well, they either score or don't. I don't care. Just give it I don't moment. want. Yeah, I was like, I don't want it. Like, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I was watching with my wife, and I, you know, I'm sitting there, and the kids are a little sick. And we're sitting. There. I'm like, I don't want to watch this drive anymore. I don't care what you're doing it. Just make it end. Mercifully, make this drive end. <laughs> that was the only touchdown drive the Rams had the entire game. That was the only time you could even make a slight argument. They looked passable in offense. So like to me, it's like, yeah, there are takeaways from it. It just doesn't feel like it in the moment. Uh, it's time to get to a little thing that we do at the end of every episode after a game. Again, Cody Tapnick Nick Short.